in the Bible, faith is mentioned, I don't know, a zillion times or near a zillion times. But great faith is only mentioned twice. So we all have faith. If only we could use it in a way that would make it great. But how do we do that? What's the difference between faith and great faith? Well, uh, Jordan, there are two specific instances, and you referred to them. One is the story of the Roman centurion who came to Jesus for his military aid. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. In other words, I'll travel up the seacoast. At that time, the Roman garrison was stationed some miles up the seacoast in Tiberias. Jesus was saying, I'll, I'll, I'll come up there. I'll, I'll walk up there. I'll ride a donkey, whatever. And the centurion said, it's not necessary for you to come because I also have under me soldiers and I tell them to go and they go, come and they come, do this and they do it. But I recognize that you have authority above all authority. You don't have to come lay your hands on them. You just speak the word and my military aid will be healed. Well, Jesus marveled and said, this is great faith. The man believed God and believed that there was, there was nothing special that Jesus had to do. His faith was a part of it. And uh, Jesus said, go your way, and as you have believed, so shall it be done to your military aid, and it was. Well, the other incident is the woman uh, who came with her demon-possessed daughter to Jesus, and the disciples pushed her away, and Jesus uh, finally said to her, woman, great is your faith, because you were persistent. You stayed with me, even when I said healing is not for you, because she was not a Jew. She was an outsider. She was a nomad. Uh, the Leban Syrophoenician Lebanese woman. She lived like a wild animal. He said, you live like a dog, in other words. You live like wild animals. And she said, you're right. You're right. But even the little dogs in Israel get to eat the crumbs from the master's table. And Jesus said, you have great faith because you just persistently stuck it out. Great faith, Jordan, is believing God and being persistent and continuing to believe God every day until the miracle comes. So and we all can do that if we just choose. Why then is there only two recorded incidents of that in the Bible? Well, I, I there's all these great I, men and women of faith. I, I can't answer that. How I, could we measure up if they don't measure well, up to the two instances? It doesn't say they didn't measure up. They're just two that are highlighted. I believe that we, we can have and we can operate in great faith if we are persistent. Now, many times we Christians, we pray and we believe and that's it. We just leave it. But we don't stay with it and stay with it and stay with it and stay with it and keep calling it in in faith in Jesus' name until it happens. I think persistence is the real key. So if we are persistent and we use our faith until whatever it is we're believing for happens, that is an operation of great faith. I believe it is. What about the first incident with the military leader? He simply believed. Can we do that? And of course fall under the category of using well, great faith? Abraham believed and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. So maybe there are other stories that use great faith, they just aren't highlighted using that word? David perhaps? had great faith. He believed that when he released that stone from the slingshot that God would supernaturally direct it to the only uncovered part of Goliath. Yeah, I would, I would call that great faith. I mean, my slingshot skills are yeah pretty poor considering it's been about 20 years since I used one <laughs> and my aim was bad even then. So I, yeah, I'm sure that really well, did take faith. When, and when Elijah, when Elijah went to heaven and the mantle came down and Elisha picked it up and struck the waters and said, where is the God of Elijah? Suddenly those waters roll back. That's great. That's all great faith. So there are so many more opportunities in the Bible to see great faith, even if it's not highlighted. Sure. That's the bottom line. The woman whose son died, 
Yeah, I and Elisha came well. and found out that the son was dead, and she said, "It is well." And Elijah raised that young man from the dead. That's yeah, great faith. That's indeed great. There faith. are so many examples. It might not have been called great faith, but it is great faith. So how can we use our faith in a great way in our lives today? Well, by obeying God, by doing what God's Word said. And that's the hardest thing for a Christian to do, to take the time out of your busy life, out of your busy schedule, to read the Word of God and to activate it and do what it says. And by doing what it says, what does that entail on a day-to-day -day basis for well, a regular person? It intends it, it intends, uh, it, entails. It, it, it entails, excuse me, <laughs> it contains uh, believing, yes. simply believing God. Once again, Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. And you and I can believe God in such a powerful way that we have a Bible right to call things that are not as though they are. And as we stand on His Word and as we persistently stay with it every day, there are things in my life right now and in our family that I'm holding on to, I'm praying and believing every day. I refuse to give up, I refuse to quit, and those things which I call into being are going to come into being. Now, it may not happen today, might not happen tomorrow, but it's coming. Just as sure as I'm sitting here in this chair, it's coming. And that's an operation of it's using your faith. It's mine by faith. By faith. You have to. That's how your mother and I entered into the healing the ministry. There was nobody getting healed back in 1980 when we got married, but we confessed by faith. We have a healing ministry. We believed it was in harmony with God's will, and we confessed it. We didn't tell anybody about it. We didn't announce it on television. We just confessed it day after day after day after week after week, and after several months, wham, started happening. People began to get healed wherever I went. If someone, that's great faith. If someone is at home saying, okay, well, that sounds good, but I, I don't really even know how to have faith in my life, where do I start? Start you, by, you start by believing God. Yes, God, I believe you. The disciples were not great men of faith, but they came along and learned as they went. And that's what happens to us. We learn as we go. We learn by experience. It starts out by saying, God, I have faith in you. I believe you. I'm going to read and study your word and every day I'm going to make my faith confession. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it and I'm going to keep on saying it. So baby steps. Yeah. Let's just start. That's, That's how start. we learn to walk. Yeah. Baby yeah. steps. Yeah. That's the we didn't start. We didn't run a marathon the first time we got up off the floor. Well, that would be something. I think that would qualify for some great faith. That would be the third account in the Bible if that ever happened. Imagine an angel coming to a, a young teenager, probably around the age of 14, who had never had, never had sex with a man. And the angel said, you're going to give birth to the Christ child. You talk about faith. And she said, let it be unto me even as the Lord would have it. That's faith. Yeah. And she gave birth to God's only son. So in our lives, we just need to take the step and believe God's Word That's right. to start operating in faith in our lives. Jordan, the doctor said your mother would never be able to have children. And she had several miscarriages and then lost a full-term uh, full, full baby. But we kept on holding on and holding on and praying and believing God. And you and Olivia and your sister Chloe showed up. So baby steps. Yeah. Believe God's Word. Believe what He says. Confess it. Confess, I believe what your word says. I am having faith in my life. I'm operating it. I'm using what you have given me and I'm believing for the things that are not here, but I know they will come. And, and that's just, operating faith. And just the fact that you're basically interviewing me just proves that, that, that faith is working. Well, for you it's working. <laughs>
But I know for some people that it's a challenge to believe things when they're of not course. in front of you. Of course. And it's a challenge, even in, in a natural sense, some people, it's easier to believe some things and some people are more naturally or skeptical. If, or if I see it, I believe it. Yeah. It, it, but blessed it's is easier. he, the Bible says, who has not seen, yet he believes. And that's not always easy. And, and I know that for some people that can be a really big struggle, believing when it's not happening and when it hasn't been happening. And it's a pattern of not happening and believing that something will change and something will come. And that's not easy. But take a baby step and confess it. Even if you don't yet believe what you're confessing, confess it anyway. And watch how that word gets down in your heart. And then you Until start you believe believing it. it a little bit more each time you say it and a little bit more each day. And then before you know it, you are believing exactly what you're confessing and you're confessing what you're believing. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link for more information. As always, you can find additional teaching and resources from Richard and Lindsay Roberts and request prayer at oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.